Gather at the Winter Village at Cameron Run and experience the magic of the holidays with ice and lights. Enjoy a fun, unstructured outdoor family experience just a few minutes from Old Town Alexandria. Explore whimsical light displays, snap selfies, and take a spin on the outdoor ice rink. Book your visit early. Calendars fill fast, so make your plans with friends, visitors, guests, or that special someone today. Buy tickets today at CameronIceandLights.com. That's CameronIceandLights.com. and Benson Boogies. We marched together through ruin and Reaper. We marched all the way to the top. We marched as one then. So why in the hell would we stop now? Oh, when the saints go marching in. Oh, when the saints go marching in. Tisham Hill, that is going to be a touchdown. Juwan Johnson. Why would we ever stop now? Shout out to the fam. Big ups to the fam. And like I've been saying for some time now, welcome, welcome, welcome. You're not rocking the sports. Come on, Big Q and the guys where we have intense, entertaining, educating, 
and enlightening sport talk from your favorite sports fam. What's popping, fam? How y'all doing in the stream today? Much love to the fam. Appreciate y'all chiming in on this episode of the Coma Friday edition. Uh, the Saints Titan preview will be going down. And of course, this weekend we have some very interesting football that'd be played. We watched a really good Thursday night football game. Detroit got got that work out of Kansas City. We knew Kansas City was dealing with some stuff. They wasn't hundred percent, but it don't matter. You know, it, you you got to play. You, you got to figure out a way to win. This is an unforgiving business. It's a results driven business. It's similar to life. You gotta you gotta perform even when you're not. When you're missing some of your key guys, you must find a way to get the dub. So shout out to Detroit, man. They made it pop. You know, Coach Campbell is one of our favorite coaches. He's out there doing it. He's taking the culture that is Detroit, which was a no disrespect to the Detroit family members, but that was a big time joke time uh, <laughs> culture that they've been going on for years. And finally, you know, it's just very interesting to see just how that all, you know, that that's going to play out. And we'll see that Detroit team a little later on. So shout out to the fam. I appreciate y'all being in the stream. Please feel free to hit the like button, hit the subscribe button. And by all means, feel free to share the show on your social media feed. We're going to have a guest chiming in uh, momentarily, uh, you know, for the show covering, uh, talking about the black and gold right now. He's currently having technical difficulties. But that's all right. We're going to keep it popping and snapping anyway, and we'll get them in there a little late after we get this going on. But we're going to start off by giving a shout out to the entire Who That Nation and everybody involved. Shout out to you guys. Brandon, uh, what's up, Barbara? Good to see you in there, Queen. Brother Roberts in this thing. Shout out to you. OG's in the building. Much love, Kevin. I see you, fam. Appreciate you, brother Greg. Farooq. Brother Brandon and the rest of the fam. What's up, K? Shout out to my queens out there. Ramsey, shout out to you, fam. Good to see you in the chat as well. All right. Big ups to everybody, man. Who the nation? What's up, fam? Appreciate you. What's up, Verlin, man? Where the hell you been, bro? Shout out to my people's Verlin, man. Thank you, Gene. Appreciate you, Gene, for your support. Much love, fam. Thank you, sir. Appreciate the love. Jamaica, shout out to your queen. What's up, Black Preacher, man? Shout out to your fam. Appreciate you. All right. Shout out to my, my boy Verlin, man. He in the building. It's, it must be football time, man. It must be football time because Verlin is, is 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 saying who he in he in the chat. It's football time. That, that's how I know what time it is. Who that nation says Q? I couldn't get my fantasy team. I couldn't get in. Yeah, bro. It's all right, man. It, I think uh, I'm gonna have to look at the rules and see. I think they uh, kick you out. The uh, I'm gonna have to look at it, man, because I kind of got it going a little later than what I wanted to do. I really wanted to start that thing a lot earlier than what I did. And just I was just so busy doing several other little projects, man, that I just kind of snuck up on me. So maybe we kind of not. I don't know how it's going to work, man. I'm going to have to figure it out. Uh, Files, papers, get lawyer, says Jalen Smith. Need to be the backup on the roster. Shout out to the fam. All right, Jamaica. Good to see you in there. What's up? Be kind. It's football time. Be kind's in this thing. All right. Yeah, Ricky. Okay, Ricky. Shout out to your fam. I hear you, bro. I hear you, man. We're going to figure it out. We're going to figure it out. All right, so shout out to the fam, man. Let me keep it going and popping. Uh, let, let me see if I can make some stuff pop and shake right now. But the fam, give me just a second, fam. I'm uh messaging the guest right now. He having technical difficulties. Hold on, let me see if I can kind of help the man out with something. And he needs a link to the stream. All right. So anyway, with that being said, let me get on into it, man. Fam, we heard that Dennis Allen, the Dennis Allen interview, uh, 
popping up. We have him and Coach Woods. We're going to start by playing those interviews. We're going to get these wrinkles ironed out right quick because the truth of the matter is, fam, we got a very interesting contest against the Tennessee Titans. Nobody need to be overlooking the Titans. The Titans are a solid team, man. What's up, brother? B-15, shout out to you, fam. Appreciate you. They're a solid team. Now, last year they had some issues just like we had some issues. Uh, Tannehill is there. You got D-Hop. He's there. Uh, Treyline Burks was one of my uh, – a guy that I scouted coming out of college a couple years ago. He's a good uh, wide receiver that start, you know, that we need to kind of look at. They got some people. Derrick Henry. Now, we never played Derrick Henry. He was always out when we played him. But he's healthy. They also have, uh, uh, you know, our guy from down here, Spears. So, we, we, we're we looking – and saying, yeah, this team could be very interesting. And they're they're a very solid coach team, you know, uh, there. So we're going to get some game on them. But before we get going, y'all hit the like button for me. Hit the subscribe button if you aren't subscribing. Feel free to share the show on your social media feed. Let's start it off with Dennis Allen, man. Him talking about the Tennessee Titans. Here we go. We're excited about getting out to the Dome and, and uh, getting a chance to play a regular season game. we got a hell of an opponent coming in here. Um, but we're excited about it, and uh, you know, hopefully our crowd's going to be excited about it too. And we'll be—it'll be a raucous environment in the uh, in the dome on on Sunday. Speaking of that, how important is it for you all to get that dome field advantage? Yeah, back? look, I think it's—I think it's important. I think it's really important. Um, and I think, you know, um, I've been around here a long time and 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 played a lot of big games in the dome, and I know what it sounds like. Um, when we're playing good football. And so I think that's, you know, our responsibility to make sure that, that the dome's rocking. And uh, uh, it'll be rocking if we if we play the type of football that we're capable of playing. How, how big of an advantage can that be? I mean, how does that manifest itself in a game? Well, look, when you're playing a home game, really, it, it really boils down to um, uh, primarily, I think, you know our ability on on defense to play really good defense. I think I think the crowd noise, uh, you know, all, it, it can be challenging defensively. But I think it's really a challenge for the offense when it's really loud in the dome. It makes it much more difficult for those guys to be able to communicate. So it's a big part of what we do, um, and it's a big help to us when we get the crowd going. Hey Dennis, can you go into uh, the? I guess the conversation you and Mike Rabel had about honoring Steve Leeson and uh, Tim Shaw. This week. Yeah, look, um, look. I think not too long after the uh, schedule came out, um, Mike reached out out to me and and kind of proposed the idea to me. Uh, thought it would be a good idea. Um, I was all on board as soon as he as soon as he said it, and you know went down and visited with Mickey for a little bit, and he was on board with it, and. So we kind of went from there. I think it's a, uh, I think it's a great tribute to um, two guys that meant a lot to and mean a lot to both programs, uh, um, and it's just uh, a way for us to, you know, try to help um, with that cause. And uh, obviously, it, it's a terrible disease, and, and I've known several people that have had it, and um, you know, I think I think their courage. Both of these guys and what they've they've done to support that cause and and raise awareness and, and raise money to try to help in that uh, has been awesome and so 
I think it's just a small way for us, uh, both teams, to pay tribute to a couple of guys that uh, mean a lot. To feel like our D line is built for that. Um, you know, we're big up front. I think we're strong, but it's definitely going to be a game. It's going to be one in the trenches. Do you think Colin Saunders and Nathan Shepard's experience playing for the Chiefs, playing against the Titans, helps in any way? You would hope so, um, just because their offense has kind of stayed the same over the years, so you know what you're going to expect. So they're fully aware they're going to face a lot of double teams. Um, you know, obviously they're going to do something. We're going to do some things to try to help them in the run game. But I think that experience will definitely help. So you saw um, Derrick Henry, I guess, a few years back, right? Yes, what I did. What do you remember about that game and just what kind of stands out about him? That he's big and he's physical. The thing with him is that um, if you do everything right, you control your gap, you get off blocks, you still got to tackle. And that's what makes it hard. Uh, he's a big man, um, but you have to have a plan in terms of how you're going to tackle and you really want to try to make a run east and west so he's not running downhill at you. But uh, he, he's very big, he's very strong, and it's definitely gonna, we're going to have our hands full. Not just Derrick Henry, but what are the unique challenges of having to also prepare for Tajay Spears as well and some of their different running styles? There's going to be adjustments we're going to have to make during the game. I know the coordinator was there before as a pass game coordinator, but there's going to be some wrinkles. Um, but they definitely have the one-two punch. Uh, got a chance to watch them in the preseason. Uh, he has very good balance and body control, um, good vision, and he's also a threat out of the backfield. So you see that as well. But again, we're going to have to adjust based on what they do and how they try to use him. What are some of the challenges that are presented when you have to prepare for a Derrick Henry level run game and a DeAndre Hopkins level passing? You tell me. <laughs> I didn't sleep very well last night. Uh, Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this. Why? A lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. It's time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at PenFed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers' funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. No, I think that's what they want to do. They want to make you play defense, stop the run, and then take advantage of one-on-ones, you know, through the play-action game. Um, he's new. I know he's, that the coordinator is familiar with them, but there's going to be an adjustment process in terms of where they're lining them up, uh, how they're going to try to use them in different formations. So during the course of the game, we're going to have to figure that out. So what did Alonzo Taylor show you guys in camp to make you comfortable with him in the slot there? Uh, through the course of my career I've always trained multiple guys to play in the slot I think the more versatility you have the better off you are as a player and he's very confident um, he has quick trigger I like his aggressiveness and there you know there's mistakes he's going to make but I think each week he's going to continue to get better because of his mindset and it's, he was saying it's kind of a similar thing it's like he knows he's going to 
have like a little bit of a learning curve there. Yeah. So it's just, is that like something you all have to live with, just knowing that the ceiling is, is there for Yeah, you? It's, it's natural. You know, when you play corner, you play outside, you're used to having this sideline. When you're in the slot, you get room here, room here, room in front of you, room behind you. So it's an adjustment, it's a field thing. And it's just something that you get better at with reps. Oh, man, that's uh, Coach Woods, uh, defensive coordinator, Coach Woods, man. Breaking the game down, man, and uh, that was a good way how he basically explained the, you know, playing outside versus playing inside the cornerback position. Does that, man. So uh, it's going to be interesting. Shout out to my guy, Kai. Happy who that birthday to Kai, the great, 39 years old today, 39 years young. Shout out to you, Kai. Appreciate you as well. Let's move into the stream, man. Let's welcome on. Our guest right here, and he has his own YouTube uh, channel, Mr. Titan Show. He's a diehard Tennessee Titan man, true. And he's he he loves his Titan about them Titans and his keys to victory. So, Mr. Titan, welcome on in, my friend. Welcome to the coma. How you doing today, sir? What's up, man? What's up, man? Appreciate you having me. All right, shout out to you, my man. Let, let's let's get to talking about them there Titans, man. You heard what Coach Woods was saying about stopping that battering ram known as Derrick Henry. Yes, sir. That yes, is sir. a that is a big and difficult person to tackle, especially when he gets north and south. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, it, I think uh, a part of the stratagem is to employ gang tackling as much as possible, but. He is healthy and he is ready. So kind of break it down because I know Mike Vrabel's been with you for six seasons, I think it is now. Kind of explain to the to the family members about Vrabel's philosophy and how he intends to use Derrick Henry uh, uh, in this matchup, if you please. Well, he's very he's a he's a, a coach's player, right? He 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 expects any player to step in there and and do what they need to do. Okay, so it doesn't matter if you're first string, second string, third string. It doesn't matter. He's expecting if he's putting you in the game uh, to you to to perform um, as well as possible. Uh, with Derrick Henry, um, I think your key, you guys, I mean, we're going to obviously use him in the run game, right? We're going to, depending on how 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 it opens up and how the offensive line is. Again, this is a very new uh, offensive line. Uh, very young, so that's I believe one of the key weaknesses that Tennessee Titans have is that the offensive line. Yeah, we have D Hop, and yeah, we have Derrick Henry, but it doesn't it doesn't work if if the offensive line doesn't uh, block uh, for for either player. So um, the most important thing to stop Derrick Henry, which I, I believe the Bengals did pretty good uh, last year, uh, was basically you can't let them get. You know, you can't let him get going. Basically, you can't let him get that second step in. Once he gets that second step in, he has enough force. He has enough power where if you can stop him early, maybe get one guy where before him, him doing that step, that second, you know, then then you should be good. You know, and it's happened before where he's been stuffed a couple times. And again, he's not the easiest person to tackle. I understand that. And he, Game planning for him is you know exactly what the Titans are going to give you. I mean, I, I believe you know that's what your coach said, which is true. You know what they're going to do. They're going to run the ball, run the ball, and they're going to you know sometimes do play action once you know the run game opens up. The problem is is the run game going to open up, and we have to see with the offensive line. So, yeah, I agree with you. Uh, we we want to see how it all plays, but 
the focus, like when we when you talk about the Who That Nation, we see the Tennessee Titans. We don't see them regularly. But we do understand you guys picked up a lot of good pieces. I mean, Tannehill's a guy we know they're paying attention to the Titans. Well-coached team. Variable's a smart coach. Yeah. Um, you look at the, how the Titans are built. Y'all guys added uh, DeAndre Hopkins to the mix. Traylon Burks is there. You drafted Tajay Spears. So in terms of that, and, and what is the philosophy in terms of, because I know what, is it fair to say Vrabel? You heard what Coach uh, Wood say, that it's a ground and pound type situation. But it kind of seemed like you guys are trying to open it up and be more balanced, correct? Yeah. Uh, with our new off- offensive uh, coordinator, uh, Tim Kelly, uh, that seemed like the, the ph- philosophy right now is to kind of open up and, and have more passing in, you know, the Tennessee Titans, um, <clears throat> Tennessee Titans book. You know, most of the time, a lot of people know that the Tennessee Titans are kind of old school when it comes to running the ball, you know, smash that smash mouth footballs. That's what they're about. Uh, but hopefully like last year, uh, as uh, Todd Downing was, you know, our offensive coordinator, we're very, um, everyone knew what we're throwing at them. Everyone knew exactly what was happening. We ran the ball first down, ran the ball second down, and then third down, we threw, we tried to throw the ball. So I think that that hopefully opens up a lot more doors uh, for, for this new offensive coordinator. And like I said, trying to get this, this passing game going again, we have D hop, we have Traylon Burks. I think, Traylon Burks is the one that will probably get the most um, benefit of D Hop, you know, of them covering D Hop or put, putting two men on D Hop, just because again it's D Hop, you know, and, right. and he's a threat. So I think that that will leave open openings, hopefully one on one for Traylon Burks to hopefully, you know, take advantage of. I mean, it's the only thing we can hope for, man. <laughs> yeah, uh, it, we, you know, I got the the. the uh, 2022 NFL uh, rankings on the board and record wise, it we all mirrored pretty much the same. I see where the defense was in terms of stopping the run last year. You guys were the best in the NFL. Uh, 77, rounded up 77 yards per game you allowed, but the secondary was the worst. So you had the best rush defense and the worst secondary in the NFL. Talk to me about that. What is the philosophy in changing that? Y'all guys have big Simmons there. Uh, uh, I think he's the best one. I, I know Danico Altry's there. Uh, Landry, I don't know if Landry's available. I think I'm gonna look at the injury report and see. Is do you have? Uh, do you he think was, he? Was, yeah, he was questionable. So he was questionable for tomorrow's. I mean, for Sunday's game, uh, which is a big hit. Again, he is coming off a, a injury from last year. So um, he been practicing. Which the crazy thing was, he was practicing all last week, and mm-hmm. then then the question, you know, he was questionable. Uh, the last two days. So uh, we'll see, you know, with him, but, you know, the defensive front is, is nice. You know, it's just that, are we going to get beat um, throwing the ball? You know, the deep ball um, has caused the, the Tennessee Titans um, a little bit of an issue. And then we have Kevin Byard, we have Armani Hooker, Christian Fulton's back. Again, we were plagued a lot with injuries as well, um, back and forth especially with corners and, and safety. So um, uh, we'll, we'll see what happens. You know, only time will tell, man. Yeah, I kind of figured that, man. At the end of the day, man, I, I tried to make sure that I did a little scouting on this team because I remember looking around at the team uh, and I said, yeah, the secondary, I, I see you added Sean uh, Murphy Bunton, the former uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneer, to the mixture. 
to try to improve the secondary there. Um, but in the end, man, the way I see it is the key to kind of, uh, I don't know, I guess getting a W against the Tennessee Titans is we're going to have to some kind of way, find a way to neutralize the rushing attack. Cause I think everything flies through Derrick Henry. I don't yet know how they'll employ Ty J Spears, but yeah. from, you know, he's going to be a, a, he's a great compliment to a, a Ram guy like him. You know, he's a, a sad, like a space back move around really excellent receiver out the backfield. You know, he's from down here. So we are very familiar with his skill set. He's terrific. Okay. You guys going to love him up there, man. As yeah. long as you're in the correct way, he's very versatile. Y'all going to love him there. Yeah, it seems like he's, he's a nice, you know, one-two punch, you know, complimenting Derrick Henry, and he also can catch the ball from the backfield, which we tried a couple of years ago. Uh, we got a player named Deion Lewis from the Patriots, and we tried to kind of use him in the same scheme, you know, smaller, shorter, smaller, faster back. Uh, mm-hmm. But, um, again, the play calling was just – it was um, – you could tell it from a mile away. I mean, he would only come in on third down, and third downs usually it was try to it was a screen pass to Deion Sanders. I mean, Deion Lewis, and and it didn't go anywhere. So it was just very predictable on on the play calling. So uh, I liked what we saw from Tajay Spears in the <clears throat> in preseason. So hopefully he can he can shine, and I, I think it's a good pickup. At first, we were all worried about the injury report and the ACL, but I mean, he looks like a hell of a player. Yeah, he is. Y'all guys, uh, y'all did a hell of a thing with him. I also realized y'all did get Will Levis in terms of a future uh, uh, move for the team. Uh, y'all not all bought in on Ryan Tannehill. A lot of people were looking at that. I was like, Levis is that? I mean, Tannehill's time is short. But at least for right now, they're going to see what he can do, what, what y'all built, in my opinion. But let's let's kind of get into it. Talk to me about uh, the keys to victory to the Titans. I know you guys have some players that uh, that we don't quite – know that can be diamond in the rough type players kind of talk to me about some of those players you think that can have a, a positive impact uh for you guys in the matchup well i'm looking at both sides of the ball you know i i think obviously you have you know derrick henry that's it's obviously going to be a playmaker but you know westbrook Aquino, which is would be our third wide receiver uh like i said d hop draws a lot of attention um you could have these sneak players that you know, a lot of people wouldn't, you know, pay too much attention to. So he's the third wide receiver. Last year, he he was the one of our very highest receiving yards uh, touchdown uh, rookie. You know, and again, our our wide receiver core was was hurt, banged up all all year last year. So it was it was, it was kind of hard to be having him consistent. But he was the he was the guy to go to, yeah. And um, as of right now, I mean, he's not—he's not a player that's gonna, you know, break out and you know, three touchdowns and 150 yards. But then you you add D Hop in the mix, and it, it kind of takes off that pressure off you know off him, off Traylon Burks. So that's something something to look forward to. Um, on defense, you know, it really depends. Danico Autry is really, really, really underrated. A lot of people don't really give him too much, but I mean, you're gonna have to, you're gonna have to double uh, Jeffrey Simmons because if not, I mean, he's gonna be, he's gonna be coming after you. What does that do when they double up uh, Jeffrey Simmons? Kind of leaves, it leaves other opportunities for other players to, to make um, some noise. Uh, you got Adrian Key that we signed. Uh, I think he'll be a nice little addition. 
Uh, we could see some, you know, blitz packages, depending on, on how we, you know, we do it. But the problem is, uh, I said it in my breakdown video, is that the Tennessee Titans, unfortunately, um, why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Looking for a fun way to win 25 times your money this football and basketball season? Test your skills on Prize Picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of stats, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and injury insurance on your picks are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million players who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com slash play100 and use code play100. That's code play100 at prizepicks.com slash play100 for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. The beginning of the season, they, they struggle. Uh, we're, not, we're not good in, in home uh, uh, first games at all. Lost last year to the Giants. Lost the year before to Arizona Cardinals. And it kind of trickles down like that. They are slow. Um, they they are slow at, at getting started. Usually they start getting hot maybe midway through the half of the season. But in the beginning, it's usually not good. And for for some reason, Derek Carr, where you know depends on on how you feel on him. I, I mean, I like him as as a quarterback. Some people don't, but. Um, Derek Carr has had success over the Tennessee Titans, so that's something I, I think uh, you guys can exploit. And I think it comes down to, at the end of the day, it comes down to head coaching for for both of these teams. Who who has who has the, the more the the most knowledge? I, I think so. We'll see what happens, man. Well, that's uh, I mean, we at the Who That Nation, man. Listen, we are. Um... We're a strong bunch, similar to the Tennessee Titan family members. What's interesting is Dennis Allen's here. He hadn't really done anything in terms of winning as a head coach yet. Uh, what happened with the Raiders? First year here with the Saints, seven and ten. Uh, we had a lot of stuff going on. Uh, some personnel decisions that well, wasn't agreeable. We had some uh, injuries to mount up in that and end up seven and ten. So this year, one hundred and fifty million dollars spent on Mr. Carr, who we're looking at currently. He's a big key to everything that's going to happen for the New Orleans Saints. He's a big key. We have a lot of skill on the offense. And uh, much like yourself, you said the offensive line for the Tennessee Titans is a point of concern. Is that accurate, Mr. Titan? Yes, sir. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, we we could kind of share that to a degree because we could talk about really both lines because the Saints defensive line. I'm going to get back to the offense momentarily, but the defensive line. Had to retool everything. I mean, we had uh, we had uh, David Onyemata and Shai Tuttle and Kentavia Street. Those guys were there last year. They're gone. They're they're up out of here. So the Saints have a new core 
uh, with Brian Brisey from uh, Clemson. We have uh, uh, added Kalen Saunders from the Chiefs. We also had Nate Shepard. Now, the problem is uh, we have to figure out how that looks because the Saints rush attack or rush defense last year was not very good. It was pretty bad, actually. I mean, you, we got, got the, the statistics we kind of share right here, and it can show you that the Saints, uh, let me see if I can show where it is, the rush, the Saints rush defense last year allowed 100. And you see, I, I think about it, I dial it back. Like I was saying, 120 plus yards in essence. Statistics have the Saints giving up 130 and a half. Man, that's ridiculous. For a 24th rank rush defense last year which means why, you know, they made so many changes interiorly speaking. So we want to, you guys present a very big test for one of the weakest, well, uh, units last year. And one of the biggest question marks that we have is can our defense return to form with that rush attack? And Derrick Henry comes here and he is a major test for us to figure that out. Tajay Spears adds that as well. As far as the offensive line goes, we do have a solid line. Now, Andrews Pete, who's our starting guard, is not starting. He's dealing with some injuries, and they have big James Hurst there. So Hurst starting inside there. Trevor Penning is our left tackle. He was a rookie last year, played starting one game, so we have some questions about. Uh, we know he has the skill, but he just needs the reps to, to continue to improve. Our best offensive lineman, in my opinion, is Ryan Ramchek, who plays the right tackle position. Ram, uh, to me, has been dealing with nagging injuries. He has not looked the same that he, that he had in, in this four years before he got money. And we really need him to step his game up in return. So Zal Ruiz, our other guard, is, is, has improved. Now, I think we got one of the top centers in the NFL in, in, in Eric McCoy. With that being said, we do have continuity there. Mm-hmm. But the key, we got to be able to deal with you guys. And you're talking about Big Simmons. And Autry and those guys. And what's the guy, the big nose tackling inside? What's his name? That big old nose tackle y'all got, uh, Tart? Yeah, we call him uh, Pop-Tart. Yeah, he's – he, <laughs> yeah, man, he, make, he makes oh, some noise again. He's a, he's, a, he's a hell of a player. And I guess, you know, they all feed off each other, you know? So if, you know, if Jeffrey Simmons is having a game, then, you know – Pop Tart is going to be right in there, so he and he's a hell of a player, so I, I like him a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Them those three, man. Of uh, uh, usually when you run in, and y'all guys base defense at thirty four. Is that is that accurate? Yeah, uh, Mister Knight, and y'all run at thirty four. How often do y'all run? Play? Uh, most of the time, yeah. It's it's usually we we hardly blitz. We're not we're not good. We don't do we don't do any blitzes. On occasions, we'll we'll use a blitz and we'll use. Um, uh, Elijah Molden sometimes, uh, just really, it just, it's, it's rare. doesn't happen too often. I wish we would blitz more, but, um, it's, hey, it's the way it is. You know. <laughs> yeah. Elijah Molden is the son of, uh, one of the saints, former players, Alex Molden. Yes, he was sir. a former first round draft pick for us. And, uh, Alex Molden, uh, was a very interesting player. Uh, we picked him first. I, I'm, I'm just going to keep it on the positive side. But, uh, <laughs> already is better than Alex Bowl. Let's just keep, <laughs> let's just keep it real right now. He already better than him. Right, so anyway, outside of that, I know with the three four. Usually when you run a three four, I know that those front three guys are are, are big nasty guys. But what about them linebackers, Mister Titan? Talk to me about those linebackers, man. Because usually when you're doing that three four, those linebackers they have the propensity to cover 
uh, dropping those passing lanes or blitz, de- depending how the, the Tennessee Titans uh, defense coordinator, coordinator sees them. So talk to me about those linebackers. you have any specialty players or somebody out there that you really like uh, in terms of the linebacker core? Uh, we have a uh, second year, Monty Rice and Aziz. Aziz, man, coming from the 49ers. Right. Um, he uh, he showed, uh, I guess, with with Mike Rabel and whatever he showed him in that practice. I mean, he, he made him one of the captains. And, again, this is his very first year with the Tennessee Titans, obviously, as ties to the 49ers. Obviously, Rand Carthon, our uh, GM over the uh, uh, GM. So the fact that that Mike Rabel would appoint this guy as a captain for the defensive side of the ball. Uh, it, it, it seems like he, he likes him a lot. And I, I'm excited to see what he does. And, and I, I, I've seen his game, obviously, in the 49ers. So uh, I'm excited for him. And Monty Rice is a nice little addition as well, man. So those two guys right there uh, you got to look out for. Okay, that that's pretty cool. For the family members listening, man, we got Mr. Titan chiming in, man, representing – the Tennessee Titans family members, man. Uh, yeah, much love to the Titans family. And this is, like I said, this is going to be a, be a very interesting game to start off with to test a lot of questions, you know, to start the season off against a really good opponent that has a lot of skill. Derrick Henry, Ty J. Like we can talk about all those guys. So let's get into keys to victory for the Tennessee Titans, Mr. Titan. What, what is the keys to victory uh, from your perspective? And then, of course, if you if be so kindly, give me a score after the fact of how you think the game ends. I'll, I'll give I'll give you I'll give you the keys to victory for the Titans and I'll give you the keys to victories for the Saints, man. I'll All right, guys, I'll, I'll tell you guys what you guys need to do. Uh, so the Titans, they need to. It's it's pretty cut, nice and simple for the Titans. Get uh, keep the ball in Derrick Henry's hands. Uh, run the clock, time possession, and make sure that Derrick Carr sees. Uh, the field not too long. That's it. Uh, that's pretty much it. I mean, drag. It's it's going to be the for the Tennessee Titans. It's never a blowout or anything like that. It's usually a grimy game. Uh, they're a top physical team, and they like to run the ball a lot. So unless, like I said, unless the offensive coordinator does something else where where you see you know more passing, which I hope so, but usually for the most part, it's it's um, smashing out smash mouth football. And uh, once we get the run game going, uh, just be careful of uh, the play action pass, which will happen once in a while. Um, but I think for for the Saints, uh, for the Saints to beat the Tennessee Titans, I mean they just got they just got to slow down Derrick Henry. If you could stop the run and try to have Ryan Tannehill uh, beat them with his arm, you, you guys have a chance. Unless Ryan Tannehill unfortunately hasn't proven in the playoffs. Uh, for in, in my opinion, to to beat teams with his arms, if he doesn't have Derrick Henry, he kind of he kind of crumbles. So I, I think that's the, that's something the Saints need to um, definitely uh, attack is uh, block up Derrick Henry, make sure the run game doesn't start, and then try to have Brian Tannehill beat him with his arm. Let's talk about that. Let's because that's the one person I really didn't delve into is Ryan Tannehill. What is the, what is your, what is the, is the thought process on Tannehill? Cause I, you drafted Will Levis with the first round draft pick. Isn't Tannehill on the final deal of his contract? Yeah. Are you going, are they just going through the motions 
with Tannehill until Will Levis gets an opportunity until he gets up to speed on the playbook? Is that what's going on here? So yeah, so basically, yeah, they're going through his his last year of his contract is this year. He's thirty, I think he's like going to be thirty seven or thirty eight. Um, okay. They have Malik Willis, and then they have Will Levis. So that that's kind of like the competition they got on kind of grooming, you know, these players. Um, obviously, Malik Willis wasn't going to be a day one starter. He was going to be um, like a fixer upper. He was going he was going he was going to need some time. Um, he's made some progression, saw in preseason, uh, but still makes some mistakes, still needs some more grooming. Um, Will Levis, I think in the second preseason game, uh, pulled something and got hurt. So we didn't see too much of him on the preseason, unfortunately. So uh, they're keeping those two guys. And I think they're going to, you know, let you know, let them battle it out and see who is going to be the starter for next year. So. Yeah, yeah, that's very interesting when they when I seen them do that. And of course, yeah, you're right. I, I forgot to mention Malik Willis is there, yep. and then you bring uh, Will Levison. So yeah, it, a competition ensues with Tannehill on the outside. I was like, okay, cool. They about to march him out of here. Only yeah. one problem is Tannehill's if he step up and and it's really a, a, a I guess I ain't gonna say a crapshoot because he's had success before, but uh, I guess the mentality you're a lame duck quarterback. I yeah. guess. He can try to see what he can do that, but I, you know, you look at his statistics from last year: twenty-five, uh, over twenty-five hundred yards, thirteen touchdowns, six interceptions. Not really blowing, you know, not not really door blowing out statistics. You, you see what I'm saying? So, uh, just interesting with Tannehill, man. Something, but you know, my spidey sense, man. With Tannehill, man, I don't know. I, I I'm it's saying don't overlook that guy, man. Look, you know. Well, that, look, what happened, when, look what happened when he had, you know, A.J. Brown, you know, a, right. top, a top receiver, a top receiver, and Derrick Henry. He was disgusting. He was good. You know, it was really good. You know, really, really, really good. But last year, again, that that wide receiver core was 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 terrible. I mean, he was mm-hmm. throwing to, you know, third string, fourth string wide receivers, and, you know, I, I so it's kind of like it's like it's like back and forth. It's like fifty fifty. Like I kind of understand why his numbers were so bad because the players he was throwing to. But at the same time, um, I'm more of a show me like, hey, playoffs come. I need to see what you got. And there's been times during the playoffs where he's kind of he's kind of pissed to bed. You know, he's kind he's kind of just, just kind of disappeared. If they shut down Derrick Henry, he he can't take. You know, he's. He, I believe he's an average quarterback. I believe right. he can get you, you know, 10, 11 wins in a regular season. But, again, playoffs is where I think it counts the most. And his playoff record isn't the greatest in his stats. So. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. The United States Border Patrol has exciting and rewarding career opportunities with the nation's largest law enforcement organization. Border Patrol agents enjoy great pay, outstanding federal benefits, and up to $20,000 in recruitment incentives for newly appointed agents. If you are looking for a way to serve something greater than yourself, consider the United States Border Patrol. 
Learn more online at cbp.gov slash careers slash USBP. That's cbp.gov slash careers slash USBP. That's my position on, on Tannehill. That sounds about accurate, man, because that's what uh, I, I, I kind of felt. I was like, that makes a lot of sense. I could see their team in transition in terms of the quarterback having yeah. uh, Willis there and then taking Will Levis there. It's like, yeah, that that they going into the future with yeah, the guy. Definitely. I mean, like I said, if, unless he – you know, he does – he puts up some great numbers. Then, you know what, I wouldn't mind keeping him for another year or whatever. But you, you got to show me. You got to show me in playoffs, especially in playoffs. You can't turtle up and, and not perform, especially because okay, – unless you want to be like Dak Prescott and, and, and do great in the regular season and then, and, and then get bounced out the first game of the season. That doesn't – no, it doesn't work like that. No, that, yeah, that, that he's been given that stigma, man. He has to – only way to get rid of it, you gotta win. You gotta you win with you gotta show gotta, me. You gotta show. That's right. We we use that all the time here. We always talk about okay. yeah. They do they talk a lot of talk, man. We even play, we got a song here, it's an old school song by R and B artist named Glenn Jones that we hit the button on and the, the guy starts singing and people just they just love it, man. So <laughs> so true. but look, Mr. Titan, man, talk to the, the family members. Tell them where you uh where you, what your channel is, man, and where you could be reached, man. Yeah, man. If you guys want to follow me, I mean, hey, I, I'm not biased. Even l- listen to this on my pregame show, I picked, I picked the Saints to win actually. And everyone sometimes they hate that, you know. Like, I'm gonna be straight on. I'm gonna be honest and, and give my opinion. A lot of people don't like it, especially when when they're Titan fans. They all they want to do is they want to hear the Titans are gonna win. They think the Titans are gonna go undefeated. Okay, uh, I'm more realistic on that on, on that aspect. Um, I, I do think that the Saints are going to win. Um, it's going to be a, clo- a close. It's going to be a close matchup. But you know, unfortunately, I, I know my Titans, man. I, I know how they. I know how they work. But uh, if you want to follow me, uh, the YouTube channel is called Mr. Titan. Um, you know, love to have you guys on. I mean, I, I love. I mean, I love New Orleans. Hell, I was supposed to be at that game this weekend. I mean, unfortunately, things got got in the way. But uh, I live in I live in Dallas, Texas, so I'm I'm only uh, I'm only a couple of hours away from from New Orleans. And again, let me tell you, I, I'm a, I'm a food person, so you ain't you can't you can't go wrong with eating in New Orleans, man. I love it. So, <laughs> I'm telling you, like I, I'll just go. I you I don't even have to go to the game. I'll just go get some food and I'll come back, man. I I love that. I love the city. So it's a great a great little town, man. Uh, that's Mr. Titan, man. You know, he he talking that real, man. Hey, listen, the man is a diehard man, and he's picking against his team. He's going to have a lot of Titan family members upset. But you got to call it how you feel, man. And, and you know, we, we're not going to win every game. That's the, rea- the reality. So sometimes you, he's right, you know. And it, this is a test for us as well, man. We got It's a lot of stuff to be figured out here. So anyway, Mr. Titan, man, appreciate you popping in, man. Uh, and and for all the family members, y'all sub to his channel, Mr. Titan Show on YouTube. We're gonna I'm gonna be doing. I think they were telling me that we we're gonna uh, you got the 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 recap, which is Monday. Yeah, yeah, yeah the post game, man. Talk about how I was right, and everyone's gonna hate me in the in, in the comments. <laughs> but it, it's whatever, you know. Like I, I kind of you kind of roll with the punches after a while. Yes. You, know? you get people being like, I'm I'm gonna. I thought this was a Titans channel, like. Cause I picked the other team because I think they're better than us, or like I don't. People are strange, man. But it is. I what know. It 
<laughs> yeah, well, you do it as long as I have, man. I'm telling you. Oh you hear God. it all, my friend. You hear it all, my friend. Yeah. You hear it all and you see it all. Yeah. So, but, so y'all check them out. So when is the post game for? What, what day is it? Is Monday, you say? Monday? So, yeah, either Sunday or Monday. But a Sunday, I'm actually driving to – I'm driving my mom to Memphis. And that's about six hours from, from me here from Dallas. So uh, it really depends. I mean, if you guys want to do it Sunday night or we, I'm, all, I'm off uh, work Monday. So anytime Monday, I know they said, I think, after seven, which is cool with me as long as, you know, we get something going on. And we can bring, like I said, you can bring your Saint fans and they can comment and, and <laughs> you can bash hey. me. Like with the Titan fans, they're probably going to bash yeah. me because I picked hey, tight. Let me tell you something, man. When, when I show up, the family coming with me. So, you know, that that's, that's cool, how I that's, that's what I love. And that, that's the coolest thing about, I think, it, it, you know, co- collabing with, with other YouTubers and stuff. Not only that, man, it's just that you get the insight on that fan base. And I mean, listen to this, man, this was crazy. This was, I did it last year. <laughs> this was a, uh, I had a Buffalo YouTuber. I went on his show, and he, man, Bill's Mafia is crazy, okay? And I uh, stubbornly decided to take a bet. I go, hey, man, let's do a bet. I think I think we could do a bet. He's like, yeah, what, what, what do you want to do as a bet? I go, hey, you know, if the, the Titans uh, lose, you just got to, you know, you got to jump through a table, you know? And if the – uh, the Bills lose, I'll jump through a table. You know, it'll be fun. You know, like, it'll be fun, right? And he's like, yeah, sure. And they were like, oh, you better make your bed, Mr. Titan, this and that. Well, let me tell you, my friend, if you remember that, you can't even put, put, put the the scoreboard of the, the Titans versus Bills game last year. It was, I think it was like the second or third game of the season. The Bills destroyed the Titans. And I was like, it wasn't even close. And I was like, damn, I'm like, I got to jump through a table. I think, I'm like, man, I had a new table and stuff, but guess what? I went outside, I filmed myself. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. And I jumped, I jumped through the table, man. I, I Well, first of all, I, I was drinking at 10 in the morning. I took a sip of my beer, I got my ladder, and I jumped off. And it wasn't too bad, but you know what? The people, look at that, look at that, look at that. I was so upset. Yeah, man, it was bad. It wasn't even close. They just destroyed us and I was like geez now I really look bad because I was like I said I was I was confident in my team I was like yeah we're, we're gonna win let's go yeah let, let's do the bet and let me tell you he, he edited the video and everything and put quotes on like oh oh man, it was it was funny but I had a lot of Bills fans you know after that like you know commenting on myself like hey respect and and Bills fans are cool and and I think that's the coolest part is too is just not only co- collaborating with people but like interacting with their fan base as long as they're cool like i said i i don't like talking crap i'm i'm, I'm not one to talk crap I, I i'm kind of it is what it is you know if i think my team's gonna win i think my team's gonna win if i don't i'll say it so it was one of those things it's pretty funny i'll send you the video later yeah. on it, it, it's pretty funny though but i i layered myself because i didn't know i didn't know if it was gonna hurt so i had if you look at i had like three sweatpants and two hoodies because I was like if I'm gonna break I'm gonna break my bone because I went up to the, like the top of the the stairs I was like what? It was funny, man. yeah it, it was funny but you know what I ain't doing no bets with you all right I think the same thing <laughs> <laughs> I thought she was gonna say where I see I usually I I, I if somebody bet me like okay. we have an Atlanta Falcon uh person uh Big Low uh-huh Shout out to my boy Big Low who bet me this was his idea he bet me 
Hey, you know, Q, hey, listen, if we lose, you know, I'll wear uh, some Saints gear. If you lose, you wear some Atlanta gear. So, you know, that, that I said, that's fine. That's cool. So he lost. He had to wear Saints gear. But the thing is, he pied. And I was going to say, you know, the, for this year, he did one show with the Saints gear on. Like this show, if you lose, you got to pot the whole week. Oh, and nice. You know, that's that, that's it. That's that's as crazy as I would go. <laughs> I ain't jumping through no damn table. I'm yeah, just, no, no, no. Well, the other thing is, you that one, man. the Bills fans do like some weird shit too, though, where they like, like, spray like, I think, like, ketchup and man, like, mustard on each other. I don't know. That's that. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. No, no, they're wild. They're wild. I won't do that. I'll jump through a table, but I'm not doing that. None of the other crazy <laughs> shit. You know, look, uh, Miss, uh, Miss Crime says she usually dresses out game day. And now I have a pay- All right. There we go. That's what's up. That's <laughs> go ahead, Barbara. There uh, we go. That's cool. but hey, man, listen, man. Shout out to Mr. Titan, man. One of the, the coolest Tennessee Titan family member out there, man. Appreciate you, bro. I'm going to pop up on your uh, post game. Uh, just let me know. Link, send a link. We'll be there. And listen, from uh, from the entire Who That Nation here, the great Saint Thank Tank, we appreciate you popping in, my man. And we'll be looking forward to potting with you in the future. Absolutely. Uh, thank you guys so much for having me on. Uh, I like to say who that. I love that. That's that's cool. You All know, right. Come on. You, know, you know who does that? You know, uh, who the hell? Who's the, the other team that does it kind of? Oh, the Bengals. They do it who day. And it's terrible. It's still, it's still, it, yeah, it, it is. is. I hate it. Trust me. Like, that's one of the things I hate the most is Bengal fans because I, I we had to deal with them twice a year, uh, twice last year. And they're, yeah, they're terrible, you know. Oh man, but this disrespect is real. Forty-one to ten. Okay, hold on now. All right, hold on, man. Slow down. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Hey, your opinion? You think so? It is what it is. But thank you again. Thank you so much for having me on, man. I appreciate it, and look forward to to talking to you more, man. All right. Yeah, appreciate you, bro. Same here, man. Uh, right, we'll God see you later, man. man. Thank you, bro. Appreciate. All right, that's Mr. Tight, man. Shout out to Mr. Tight, man. Super cool dude, man. Chiming in with the Who That Nation. Even gave us a Who That. Man, it's hard to be mad at somebody when they're super cool like that, man. So shout out to him and appreciate you. Yeah, to say, I often talk about them old bangles, uh, talking about Who They. Who They say they're going to beat them bangles. I'm like, what? What did you say? Who They? Who They? And then they use your cadence and everything. They don't create a different song. You know, it's the same song. They just take Who That out of there. How do you just rip somebody off like that? Just rip us off. Ripped us the hell off. So, I mean, that it, it sounds crazy. And it's like, now nah, somebody said they started first. No, they didn't. We started that. We had that, and the Bengals stole it. So, you know, it, it's really, it's like terrible, man. It's awful who they said they're going to beat. I, I, I was, I would play it so you can listen to it, but it, y'all are probably just, it'll make you sick. So, I, just in the interest of not allowing that to happen, we won't <laughs> play the Bengals crappy theme song that they stole from the black and gold nation because we so cool baby that's all that mean all right so shout out to the fam man appreciate mr titan for chiming in man and uh let me hear some let me hear from you guys out there give me a score uh what do you guys think that will happen what you think give me a score on the game fam y'all let me know how y'all think this thing going out and like i said the tennessee titans and and mr titan gave some really good game on the titans According to him, he's saying that the offensive line, he has concerns about the O-line. 
he talks about them uh, lacking. Uh, I ain't gonna say lacking, but you know, he wants them to be more uh, of a blitzing team, which is r- weird because I would think if Vrabel, who's a former NFL linebacker and a pretty good one, he wouldn't have a team that's like blitz heavy. It'd be like one of the top blitzing teams in the NFL or in the top ten at least that don't blitz a lot. So that might change. So that might be something we have to watch out for too. Then we then we know that they don't like they they don't like the blitz, but this is the first game. They could have changed some stuff around. So we gotta watch out for that. I do know Big Simmons, there's their best line. Denico Altry plays off of him. They got three big, strong interior defensive line. Those three. Anytime you run in a three four defense, you know the three guys up front is gonna be pretty good. So in the linebackers are like, okay, let me see what those guys look like in the secondary. He wasn't too really positive about the secondary they added bunting the former tampa bay buccaneers there he has some reservations about the secondary which was the worst in nfl last year so we can watch out for that so the key to victory as it appears and he gave us some uh some game on that is you know do your best you can to kind of neutralize henry we don't know quite well how they'll use tajay spears because he's a phenomenal a player within his own right and he can bring to their offense. So I don't exactly know how all of this is going to play out family as my banner falls. I'm in the kitchen. So uh, all I can say family is that I just feel like this is going to be one of those games where we get tested. We're going to get tested. Like in terms of our, them running the ball on us, our defense, which had questions interiorly speaking, why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Um, the DeAndre Hopkins situation, you know, we gonna, of course, we're going to pay him all the attention in the world. And Traylon Burks is a pretty good guy, a good young wide receiver, so we got to see how that plays. But we can't let D-Hop beat us. We got to see if we can slow down Derrick Henry. And ultimately, from a defensive standpoint, Mr. Titan was saying the secondary is, for the Tennessee Titans, is susceptible. So we're going to see how it goes, man. And if that is indeed the case and the Saints allow to start throwing that D-ball and going out there, this could be this could be interesting. So, you know, it's going to be an interesting game, man. It's going to be interesting. So let me see what the family members are saying. Eric says, Q, they have no imagination. That, and, and you know what? That That's the crazy part about it. It's like, okay. But the reality is like, what's interesting about it is do teams that have no imagination draft a Tajay Spears? You see what I'm saying? That might have been the, the philosophy last year. But this year, you don't go and get Tajay Spears. Like, if you're a non-imaginative team, you go get two power running backs and say, we're going to 
punch at you with two running backs. You know what I'm saying? We're going to get a, a bowling ball running back, and we got this other guy over here, so we're going to have uh, Robinson, we're going to have Tyler Jerry, and we're just going to run them at you. You know what I'm saying? We're just going to do that. You know, so is he a low budget? I ain't going to say low budget because that sounds mean, but but is is he, you know, what kind of offense? And he said they're not a high-scoring offense, and we know this, so they like to kind of run that ball and tr- play clock management. We got to stop that. You know, so if we run, we throwing the ball downfield and they playing clock management and we scoring and we moving the ball downfield, that'll defeat the purpose. That'll bring them out of their identity and then you know they're in trouble. All right, so uh, Young City, shout out to you, says 23 to 20 Saints, okay, all right. Yeah, Carlton, he is, man. He, he might, the Titan is cool. He's a cool dude. That's why I brought him on the show. Y'all know I always find the best family members to bring on here to put it before the great Saint think tank. I don't just roll out anybody in front of the great Saint think tank. We're going to make sure we get some really cool, smart people that know their squads, you know, that, that, you know, that come in here. Cause I know y'all guys going to give them the business. If guys come up in here and they not represent y'all going to give them the business. Y'all know what time it is. Shout out to my boy. Scoop says 24, 16. What it do? Pimp 24, 16 saints. All right, my, my black preacher, man, shout out to you, sir, says 24 to 10. All right, thank you, Saints. All right, Barbara says 31-23 Titans. Okay, Barbara's saying she's looking at the Titans winning. Okay, all right, thank you, uh, Barbara, much love. All right, Brother Eric says 28 to 21 Saints. All right, all right. Scoop says Q, he seems like a real fan of football, not just – yeah, I know he is, bro. For anybody that's a diehard for their squad and he really is and then he says listen i'm gonna pick the saints to win because i don't see enough it didn't you know show me enough to be like hey man you know this that and the third like the man legitimately has concerns about the offensive line he has legitimate concerns about his secondary and they are a team that's in transition even though it don't look like it but you know that's why i was asking about ryan Tannehill. they have malik willis and they, and they took uh stafford today so I don't know, man. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on with that. I don't know what's going on with this damn banner behind me. What the hell? Anyway, let's keep it going, man. All right. Anyway. All right. Q, uh, Eric says, Q, tell Mickey to have that thing on. Oh, yeah. Let me tell you something. I don't, I don't keep it. I don't, I don't have it on me. You better believe it. I, I never go. I, it's like my American Express card. I never leave home without it. Let me tell you something. Eugene says, Big Q, the biggest edges belong to. He says the bit D Lyman lines or oh, oh, the B I T line, the bit Lyman. The question is who forces a turnover or two? Yeah. The turnover battle. Who wins the turnover battle? Indeed. Thank you for that. Eugene be kind says fight in the trenches. That's what it's about. It's going to be a good one though, man. Rob says saints need to start outscoring fast in the first quarter. Thank you. Eugene says 23, 20 saints. Be kind says 24 to 21 saints. Thank you. What's up, Debbie? Shout out to your queen. Appreciate you. Brother Derek says 21 to 17 Saints. Thank you, Brother Derek. All right. Uh, Big Mafa Doogie. What's happening, brother? 24 to 10. Appreciate you, my friend. All right, Brother Lionel says Saints 40 to 13 on them there Titans. All right. I hear you. Appreciate you. I never leave home with that. Let me tell you something. Let, hey, let me tell you something. I'll tell you. And that's like my American Express card. Let me tell you something. I never leave home without it. Let me tell you, I'll put it on you. All right. Shout out to the fam. All right. All right. Uh, Cutter, uh, Cutter says uh, 2717. Thanks. Thank, uh, Saints. Thank you, brother. Baraka. What's happening, fam? 2814 Black and Gold. 
Uh, Eugene said, my back here was trying to say both D lines have the. <laughs> I was like, what the hell? Thank you for clarifying, brother. Much love. All right, 504 Coast says, Q, we putting Laddie on D. You better believe it. Absolutely. That's what I'm thinking. You got to put Laddie on D hop, bro. No doubt about it. And Paulson gets Traylon Burks. So, yeah, no doubt about it. All right, Trent says, have you prepared uh, reasons why it's DA fault yet? Uh, D, we haven't done anything yet. We haven't done it. DA hasn't done anything yet, you know? And uh, right now, he's, it's, it's, uh, he says, have you prepared reasons? Now, but if he loses, man, people, it ain't going to be me blaming him for anything. <laughs> you got all these people in the great same thing taking the chat. They're going to be lighting his ass up. And listen, man, if you spend all this money on the team, people won't see results, bro. You know, don't pretend like this is not a result-driven world and business. This is life. You know, you only allotted a certain period of time to show if you can do the job. Why? Because it's simply it's the competitive nature of life and business and sport. You have to perform and you have to, you have to, have to perform. If you don't perform, if you don't win, you will get criticized and you will lose your damn job. That's just, I mean, I ain't created, you know, it's just, I pointed out though. I, Richard says, uh, 24, 17. Thank you, Richard. Much love, man. Appreciate you. Yeah, I know, bro. I'm pumped too, man. I'm ready, man. All right. What's up, brother Troy? How you doing, bro? 28, 10 saints. Thank you, sir. Appreciate you. Yeah. Trent says, uh, last year was an injury landslide. It wasn't no injury. Wasn't on it. Trent injuries a part of it, but it was a lot of bad decision makings going on too. So in his first year back, he had several things that went, went awry that happened. That was injuries was a part of it, but there were other things too that happened with the team internally speaking that Dennis Allen was affixed to. But in the end, who else but the, the head coach going to get the blame? He's going to get the blame if he doesn't perform. He picks these players. He picks the coaches, assistant coaches around him to represent. And if he doesn't win, he's going to get the, the blame because he's the man on top of the team. It's his vision, right? All right, that sports guy said, uh, uh, that sports talk guy says 27 to 20. Thank you, bro. Appreciate you. Millie Two Wheel says, uh, it says, uh, Kendra Miller better get that leg healthy or he's going to be at one, uh, at one hop. Yeah, he had that injury situation. I don't know. We're going to see, going to see how it all rolls, man. But I think the Saints are going to be fine, man. We're going to be all right. We got some people that we could throw in there. The Saints are going to make some adjustments and some moves, uh, on Saturday and prior to the game to kind of, uh, move players around as they see fit and put guys that they need in there. You know, we got a couple of running backs on the practice squad if we need to bring them in. Tony Jones Jr. is back. Uh, that's interesting. And, you know, we'll see if the Saints need to go to him and, and utilize him. Or, you know, they're so versatile, we can roll Taysom Hill out there. So the Saints got, they, it, they're so versatile. It's uh, it, it's great. 504 Coast says 35-7 Saints. Thank you, sir. Brother Wallace, shout out to you, bro. Says 37-17 Saints win the Super Bowl Q. All right. All right, brother Wallace. I got you, brother. All right, brother Kendall says 24-17 Saints. Thank you, sir. What's up, Trey? Shout out to my brother Trey. Says uh, you get the <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Well, yes, I do. <laughs> I put it right back into the platform. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you. Let me I'll, I'll tell you something. I ain't going right back into the platform. Oh, yeah, you got to do that. All right, Trent says, he said, you don't pick the players in your first year. You get who they, no, you don't. Hope cut that out. Don't come up in here with no excuses. <laughs> you don't pick the players in your first year. So he, he, he didn't have free agency all last year, man. Come on, man. <laughs> Every year, coaches pick their players. 
You got players under contract that's still on the team, but there are players that you bring in. He did it last year. He picked Tyron Matthew. He picked Jarvis Landry. He picked the draft picks. He picked the undrafted guys. You get to pick your players. That's what you do. And if certain players that you don't like don't fit what you got to do, then you just you do what you're going to do. Like if you if Jameis Winston says something that he ain't supposed to say, this is just an example. That if Jameis Winston says something that he ain't supposed to say, just an example, just a weird one. I'm just imagining this, you know, out the thin blue that he says something to some reporters that he's not supposed to say. And the coach doesn't like it. The coach can sit him down and it's his prerogative whether he plays him or not. Never mind the fact if the guy is healthy and could actually help the team. But if he feels like the guy disrespected him, he was within his coaching power to sit that guy down. Right. Right. Even though it might cost you some wins because he might actually perform better than this other guy who didn't have no rhythm in there. You see, <laughs> they got power. Now, in the second year, more people fall off. You bring more people on the team. So, I mean, yeah, he got power. You, you, you he, he can pick whatever the hell he want to. All right. So Eric says, D.A. better get it right on. Uh, he thinks in the middle of the fireworks display. Bro, uh, Trent, shout out to you, brother, because you are you going to be a lone voice in the wilderness, man, yelling about Dennis Allen. I don't want to hear nothing about no Dennis Allen. I want to see results. That's all I care about. You, We done missed the playoff the last two years, and that is just not acceptable. Not acceptable at all. You got the money. You got the job. You must pre Form. That's the bottom line. That's what it is. It's results driven. Shout out to my boy Randolph, man. 26 to 19, the Titans, baby. All right. Uh, Preacher Man says, Q, just because using a third quarterback as emerging quarterback is an option, do we? Uh, he says, option, do a team have to do it? No, you don't have to do that. I mean, that's for those who they have the, I guess, the versatility or the ability to utilize the strategy if they see fit. But if they don't, because not everybody has to taste some heel or whatever, but you know, something tells me that that will be more of the steady thing. They'll be looking for guys that can do what Taysom Hill does. I'm surprised that that hadn't been something that they've been working on. Now, you might have one or two guys that that might have it, but that might be the future. Like you have that utility player that people can utilize like that. Like, this, you know, we'll see how it all plays, bro. But not everybody. Everybody doesn't have that ability to do that. You know, Derek, see, I have the same question. The XDA being on both, we have defense. If we win the coin toss, do we choose to receive or defer? I don't know, bro. Are you at home? And if you defer, you get the ball back at halftime. You can roll the Titans out there and put your defense out there and see what goes on. You know, that's I guess that's a game. You can try to prepare for it to the best of your ability. But I think a lot of people like having the ball back at halftime. So if you get you give the if you win the toss, because you got to win it first. And the Titans, he said, okay, I'm going to give the ball to the Titans. We're going to go over here. And then the defense gets out there, stop the Titans, and the Saints offense gets going and then build up a rhythm. And then when halftime comes and the second half starts, you get the ball back. That could be positive. So I can see what you mean on that. All right. Trent says, I feel one way or the other about DA yet there. He said, I don't feel one way or the other about DA. Well, yeah, I got you. There's simply not enough sample size. Oh, really? <laughs> I mean, Trent, I don't mean to laugh. I'm not laughing at you, bro. I'm laughing at what you just said. So I'm not you as a person. <laughs> All right, but listen, this is a different situation than what he was in the Raiders. See, I ain't going to even throw the Raider years on you. I ain't going to even do that to you. You're right. We're going to keep it strictly Saints. 
But in this environment, I expect Dennis Allen to succeed. I will. I will say this. I think Dennis Allen will succeed because I think that he's done just enough. And based on what we see, he's done just enough to kind of bridge some of the things that we were concerned about. Now. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. The issue is how much, how, how, how much do the Saints win? And it's stuff like intangible stuff. It's things like, uh, the discipline of the team. How smart is this team? We won't know that until we see them in games, right? How smart is this team? How disciplined is this team? You see, that's another point of the equation. How disciplined is this same team? Meaning intelligence, discipline, focus means, you know, very few pre-snap penalties, allowing your adversary to shoot themselves in the foot as opposed to you help them move the ball. Now we, we don't know what these referees going to come out here and do, but we do realize we control what happens prior to that snap. We don't have to have false stars and all this other foolishness and shenanigans. We we don't have to have that at all. And that goes into having a disciplined team that's on focus, that's on code, doing what they're supposed to do. That's what it comes down to. So, you know, we'll see. All right. So anyway, Wallace says, I believe we still need another defensive end. You about to say end, bro. You cut it off there. Millie Tuil says uh, them penalties definitely needs to be clean. I know that's what I'm saying. See, we've been here before because last year the Saints were the, the, the team that they put – Last year was better than the team that Sean Payton had. It was. They had talent all over that thing. True, they were impacted by injuries. But wasn't everybody. See, people don't want to hear that. The injury, the injury monster won't save you uh, over and over again. Eventually, people going to be they're going to look past that. Everybody deals with injuries, so you don't get a you don't get a pass on that. You know, maybe your first year do even probably the second, but that each time you don't win and you throw injuries as a, a sticking point, that don't look good because they, they come out at the start of the year. They do this in all professional sports, and they say that we can't allow injury to be an issue or it to be a reason why we can't win. And by the end of the year, they're using it as a reason. So, no, we're going to keep this. We're going to keep this consistent. We're going to operate all this shit with the same energy and that you had. So when you start the year off, you're like, okay, we injuries is not going to be an excuse. And when the year ends, we're not going to let you use it then. Everybody have injuries. That's what we have to do. We have to build. We have to win around the injuries. It's not going to be a cakewalk. It's, ne- it's never a cakewalk from week one to the Super Bowl. It's never a cakewalk. You got to do the very best you can do. You got to be proactive. You got to be on top of it. When you see players are not performing like like the Saints did last year, when they kept they just sat on them 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 defensive linemen getting pushed out of there, and they didn't bring in anybody. And they had several big veteran defensive linemen that were in free agency that could have stopped that run stuff from happening. What did they do? Dennis Allen sat on his ass there and kept Kentavious Street and Shy Teller and David Onyemata in there. He could have went to the street just like Philly did and went and picked up a couple of guys off the street and brought them in there. Anything was better than what we was doing last year. I'm thinking in my head, 120 
Now, what was it, 125, I was thinking? I'm looking at the statistics right here. It says 130.5. That's what you was giving up last year when it was running on you, 130 yards a game, 130 and a half. Ridiculous. But at the end of that, that's what I'm saying. You, The leadership has to be proactive. You can't sit up there and just be like, we're going to be all right. You can't do that. You competing with other teams. You can't take that approach. If you see something's not working, you got to get on it. And if them guys are not performing, you got to bring somebody in here and change it up. You can't sit up there and let them keep doing the same thing over and over again. And that's what he was doing. So like we talk about injuries, man, my mind, I've seen this stuff all the time. It's not just. So you all these other teams have injuries. They got to you got to figure a way around it. The successful teams adjust to the obstacle. Successful people. It's the same thing because sport, sport mirrors life. The most successful people find ways around their obstacles. They don't let things stop them dead cold in their life. If you really are about success and about climbing and being something greater than what you are, if you're trying to be better than what you was tomorrow, today, if you're trying to every step along the way, you say, every day, all I'm trying to do is better to be better than what I was yesterday. Even if it's a half a step, a half a step is better than no step, but it still represents as progress. If you're not thinking like that and you're not doing that, you are def- you're, you're going to be defeated because there are people out there that is doing that. So, you know, that's my critique of it. And I think he does have enough people around him to kind of help him move in a direction. So that's the biggest question uh, the Saints have is Dennis Allen, because people are going to say Dennis has not won anything. Well, you got to give him a break. You ain't giving nobody nothing. I'm not giving you nothing. Nothing. Because everything, we you got to earn it. We ain't, this ain't no welfare state. We're not giving you nothing. You got to earn it. And he got, how you going to earn it? He got to earn it with smart football, high IQ football head coaching. You got to earn it. I'm not giving you nothing. That's like a old, old, a old cranky old grandpa, <laughs> a old cranky grandpa that's upset, that's mad at you. Yeah, yeah. Hey, grandpa, can I have, can I have twenty five dollars? I'm not giving you nothing. You know, just like that. You gotta earn it, man. You gotta earn it. All right. All right. Michael said, "What's up, Mike?" Says, "What up, Q?" Been uh, MIA for yeah, it's a bunch of people, man. Verlin, you, man. Good seeing y'all, man. Much love to you guys. Appreciate you. All right. Trent says, uh, keep it up, Trent. Keep, keep talking to me. He says, other teams you talk about when weren't breaking injuries. I'm just, bro, no, man. I don't want to hear about that, man. Yeah, we had injury. We breaking injury records. We had more offensive lines. Such as, I don't want to hear that mess, man. It still ends up 7-10, and 10, bro. You're not getting it. People, you, if they got injured, people getting banged up, you got to find people and plug them in there. That's the game. You know, the contract don't say, well, I tell you what, if you have a bunch of injuries, what we're going to do is we're going to, we, we, you know, we're going to do, you know, this. He, they know what they got when they come up in here. He ain't making no excuses. So why are you making excuses? Is he giving you some of the money? Don't make excuses for people that know what they working with. They, when they came in this thing, they knew what the rules are. They know what the rules are better than we know what the rules are. They know you're not supposed to use no injuries as an excuse. They know that. 
I'm telling you what they what they what they do. The PR people that spend the well, we was banged up, so your ass can go up there and buy some more tickets for next year. They'll use that as an excuse. As you never hear him come out and say Dennis Allen was making these bad adjustments. That he's making bonehead decisions out there in the football field because these people they want to kiss these people tail and they won't keep it real. That's why the sports coma is one of the top out there because we tell it like it is. The great Saint Think Tank and the rest of the family members they have a unbiased, real deal look how things go. I'm a diehard black man, black and gold man for years, but I'm gonna tell the god honest truth because that's all I know how to do, baby. There ain't no excuses in this stuff, man. There ain't no excuses. You either win or you lose. You either succeed or you fail. There is no excuses. No excuses, man. Regardless of what happens, there are no excuses in life. You either are successful or you're not. That's how it goes. And that's the difference between people way up here and people way down there. People down here making all excuses for the world, for the dude. He ain't going to get better if you don't criticize him. It's up to you. The media people ain't going to do it. They're not going to say, hey, man, listen, and the, and truth be told, the media people ain't going to you know you get, man, Bob Rose is a rarity. And they got several other people. Bob Rose is a rarity. He'll tell it like it is. But they got a couple of them that tell it like it is. But the rest of them people ain't trying to uh, 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 cause no ripples in the water. They don't pay. They don't. <laughs> Them people, they, they, you think they pay to get in the, in the game? They ain't paying shit to get in them games, man. Only people paying is you and me. <laughs> you paying to get up in there. You paying. Nobody else is paying nothing. You are. So you making excuses for these people, man? I ain't, I'm not giving you nothing. You heard what I said. I'm not giving you a damn thing. You show, you get your, you took this job and you said you was going to win. We don't want to hear none of this crap about excuses. We got all this money spent out on this team. You got your hand-picked quarterback. You picked them offensive linemen that you wanted. You read them up. You kept the continuity in place. You did all of this. You made all the draft picks here. You picked the undrafted guys. You kept Traquan Smith on the team with Zach Bond. You did. That's all your movements. You put, you, you released and traded your quarter, your kicker and your punter. And put two stock Raven rookies up there. That's your decisions. And you pick these assistant coaches. I don't want to hear nothing, man. I don't want to hear nothing about that, man. No record breaking about no goddamn injuries, man. Everybody got to deal with injuries. I don't care if they're a little or a lot. It's a physical game. You got to adjust and you got to figure a way how to do it. And if you don't know how to do it, then you're not, you're not the person for the damn job. That's how I go. Why you think they get paid so much, man? It's a high-pressure job, and, and please do not say that the man don't, he didn't know that when he stepped in, that it was going to be a high-pressure job. You are absolutely not true. These people know it's a high-pressure situation. That's why they make all of this money. So when you step in there, you got to adjust, adapt, and keep it moving. That ain't nothing new. Dennis Allen know that's how it is in life, man. In life, you can't let stuff stop you. You are if you are a responsible, productive, progressive person, you're gonna get hit with all kinds of stuff. Let me just testify for a second, if you don't mind, fam. Let your boy testify, then I'll cut you loose. Sound like I'm a preacher right now. Brother Derek, you hear me? Sound like I'm preaching right now. 
I feel like I'm preaching. I probably is. I'm just talking, but feel like I'm preaching. But listen, man, let me just keep it real with you. A lot of stuff happened in life, man. Like personally, me and I'm just me testifying here. I'm going to give you a little bit. You know, over the last three and a half, four years, my best friend died. Eddie, shout out, rest in power to my, you know, to my best friend. My brother he was the, he was my best man at my wedding when I got married. My dearest friend, my, my boy, my brother. Eddie Toomeen Johnson, he passed away from COVID. About a year and a half later, my baby sister passed away. She died. And then shortly after, we had another personal relationship issue that occurred that was real hard in that, in within the same, within that four-year time span. And then as of recently, because I do let you guys, I put you guys on game. I had a friend of mine that I knew for a long time who died from ovarian cancer. Y'all remember that? Y'all remember I told you about her? I even showed y'all a picture. All these people are great people to me. They had a, a lot of impact in my life and they are no longer here. They're in a transition to the great void. They're in a transition to heaven. So if, if I allow that to take me and run me down, drive me to drinking or the drugs or hanging in the street or any non-productive activity. Do you not understand what that would mean? You see, that's the, cause, cause God gave me that. Like I always talk about the most high man. I'm telling you it's something more to my young people who not that they, they, they thinking when you talk about spiritual matters, that's like old people stuff, you know? They think that's old people stuff. They don't realize, man, that we've been here a little longer than you. We're trying to give you game to protect you because Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. A lot of time I'll do a show on this on, on the radio show on Q with Big Q, man. Coming up soon, fam. That a lot of the mental illness, they passing it off as mental illness, but it really is his demon possession. That's what's really going on. But they do not acknowledge that. They don't acknowledge it. It's just mental, it's just mental illness. Nah, it's demon possession guy go in there and shoot people up at the dollar you know at the dollar general store oh he mentally ill no 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 that's demon possession you don't just go shoot people and see that that's that's how they make you they hide all of that push that away all spiritual matters and if you don't know that them them demons running around here out here playing and it's a playground to them because you, you don't have no spiritual psychic or any other self-defense against it 
you got to have something internally to be able to combat the things that you can't see. I'm telling you stuff out here. You can't witness with the visible eye. You have to be able to tap into something higher than yourself to get through it. Get them batteries charged, baby. So in the end, all of that, I, that's just a mere testimony. But yet you see me here talking to you. How is he doing that? Because I'm strong with the most high, man. I'm strong with the most high. That's just, that's just as clear as you can. We talking football, man. But I'm talking life, you know, life and death. They talking, that's football. I'm talking life and death. So if I can adjust, adapt, and keep going, what I got that he don't have. And we come from the same stuff. You see what I'm saying? Talk to me now. Come on. Come on with that now. So like I said, man, that that is hard, man. All that happened within the span of the four years. And yet I'm still a father. I'm still positive. I'm still strong with the most high. Still strong with my family. I continue to move forward with the family here and build a stronger relationship with you guys and be consistent to be persistent and keep being thorough and continue to be thorough. That's my thing. Persistent, consistent and thoroughness. That's what I, that's what I, that's what I put out there. That's a gift that the most I gave me that I express. So when we talk in football, I'm, t- I'm telling you that there are no excuses. You either succeed or you fail. But for those who understand that failure is not really failure, if you want to get really deep on it, failing is how we learn to succeed. Did you get that? Baby, don't make me talk to you like this. There, it, there are no excuses. And if you want to get real deep, there is no such thing as failure. That's how you learn through trial and error. You get stronger through trial and error. Because you, you're not giving it directly. Not most things. Some things most high bless in your heart. And you'll watch somebody else do. But some things you got to go through it to get the lesson so you can move fast through it, you see. So this is the way that we learn through trial and error. So if you think about it, you get deep on it. Loss, when you are losses or these things that come and occur are stepping stones for you. Whether or not you, it depends on what level you are in your spirituality. When you see obstacles or you see stepping stones, baby, did you get that? Baby, did you get that? Baby, I'm talking at you, baby. I'm talking. Baby, did you get that? You, if depending on where you are in your spiritual development, you either see obstacles or stepping stones. Did you get that, baby? Baby, I'm telling you. I'm talking right at you, baby. I'm talking to you right now, baby. Telling you. All right. So anyway, that'll be it on that. Thank you, Ruben. Shout out to you, man. Much love to you, bro. You know, I'm just talking. Thank you, Trent. For t- uh, Trent is a uh, drop. You know, he just giving it to me. And I'm just, if it wasn't for Trent drawing that out, he's an agent for the most high. He just gave me to gave it that so I can bring that out. And I know my man, black preacher, man. I know <laughs> that man right there going to co-sign everything I said, baby, baby. He going to co-sign it for me, baby. Black preacher, man. Thank you, sir. All right. Facts. Big Q. I might have to touch on trials and tribulations in my. There you go, brother. You know? Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Black preacher, man. It depends on what, where, where they are in their development, my brother. You either see obstacles or you see stepping stones. That, that, that listen to that that family that's that's either where that do you see something that's blocking you that you have to hurdle like a like a like a runner you got to jump over these hurdles when they run in the race and they're running around the track and they got to 
you know, jump over the, the hurdles? You know, do you see that or do you see stepping stones? It's all about your spiritual development. I'm telling you. All right, man. Listen, man, we 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 do. All right, Trent says last question, Q. Uh, who do you blame? <laughs> who do you blame? The Saints, Rams, the game lost officials or the Saints? Well, bro, that's an easy one. The 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 that's on the Saints. You're like, what? Bro, listen. Remember, fam, because it wasn't really good because everybody was so upset. But remember, Coach Payton, go back and listen to Coach. We we played it on the show. Go back and listen to Coach Payton's post-game press conference. He tells you who's to blame. It was him. If you go back and watch the game, the Saints had several opportunities to win that game. Now, it's easy for people to pick the point when the man ran over uh, uh, Tommy Lee Lewis. That was obviously a foul the referees didn't call, but think about it like this. Coach Payton said in the poll, and I was so proud of, proud of him for saying that because he could have played to the crowd, but Coach Payton said that they had several opportunities to win that game. He was coaching too conservatively, and we had, uh, what was the other coach name? Uh, McVay. McVay was going for it on fourth downs. It was going on at you know, third and ones, fourth and ones, and Coach Payton said he, he coached too conservatively in that matchup. Remember, there was a touchdown dropped in the game. There was a touchdown dropped by Dan Arnold in the end zone in that playoff game. But see, when you start talking about that and say, well, the the guy ran, yeah, it was a bad no call. We know that. But the Saints, they had several opportunities to win that game. And I always talk about, I had a shirt. Y'all put one in the chat. If y'all remember the shirt that I had brung out, it was called, uh, damn, I forgot. It was a, it was, uh, 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 what was it? I forgot what it was that we didn't, we, the, that the call didn't blow the game or something like that. Y'all remember the shirt that I had and I had, it was a cartoon version of Dan Arnold dropping the ball because he, they threw, he, he threw it and he dropped the ball in the end zone. If he'd have caught that ball, the saints would have held on to the lead and won that game and would advance the saints. And Sean Payton said it. He said, the saints is the reason why they lost that game. Cause he coached too conservatively and they blew several opportunities in the game, including that botched drop touchdown by Dan Arnold, the tight end at the time. So that was a good one. Thank you for that. Go listen, go back and listen to that, man. Brother Derek says, uh, Ephesians 6, 12, for we do not. Re- oh, this is one of my favorite one. Brother Derek, listen to me, baby. Baby, you're talking. You're talking, baby, and I'm listening. Baby, you get to talking. I'm listening to you. Says six twelve for we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against rulers of darkness of the age, and against spiritual hosts of wickedness. We wrestle not against flesh and blood. So you ain't fighting the, the man across the street, looking at him, saying that dude is like that because such and such. He just a jerk. Nah, man. A lot, like I've been saying, I'm going to cover it. I don't want to talk about it more in this show because it's a football show and people kind of, you know, I know we talk in life and all, but man, it's something. And Black Preacher, man, maybe you could touch on that too in your sermon, my brother, about that, man. Spirit having that, uh, my mother called it uh, spiritual armor, you know, spiritual armor. Remember Solomon, man, I was reading the story of Solomon and Solomon was, man, let me tell you, man, I just been, it. I just get these. Solomon was like, 
the wisest king ever. Remember, Solomon was the one that chose knowledge over the money. He was given the choice, which you want the treasure or you want the knowledge. He chose the knowledge. Well, he by doing that, he ultimately got everything anyway, because he got the knowledge of how to, you know, get the, the treasure or whatnot. Very wise man. Solomon, man, had the ability to control demons like jinns. I remember reading stories about Solomon, man, like a lot of the, the Latin story came from him because he was the one that captured. They had they call these demons. They call them jinns. The most powerful demons are called jinns. And he would capture them and put them in bottles. He would these genies, these genies, another word for jinn, powerful demonic spirit. And Solomon, they feared Solomon. I was seeing all of the things Solomon would make these demons do. He would make them build structures and all this kind of stuff. But I remember uh, Solomon breastplate and all of the stuff he used to wear with the the uh, the uh, the jewels and the crystals that he used to uh, that he would wear. And he had this this armor that they spoke about with the with all, you know the breastplate. Y'all 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 my my brothers and sisters know what I'm talking about. And he knew. And man, listen, man, it's just so much. But right now, a lot of our young people, man, they just think it's a bunch of uh, the old people stuff. I don't know what they're thinking, but y'all, I'm telling y'all, it's not mental illness out here like they're pushing it, man. That's 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 demons running, man. And <laughs> ain't nobody gonna go shoot no Dollar General up. Uh, there are some people that they don't know, and he crazy. No, 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 bro, no. It's more than that, more than that, fam. But anyway, thank y'all, man. Appreciate y'all. All right. Uh, big ups to the fam, man. Listen, man, I appreciate it. Thank, hey, Derek, thank you for that, man. Appreciate y'all. Go back. Hey, yeah, Trent, go back and go look up the Sean Payton. Sean Payton said that. That's not Big Q saying that. Uh, Sean Payton said that. The post-game press conference for that NS- NFC Championship game, go back and listen to it. If you can stand it, Sean Payton blamed the Saints because they blew several opportunities during the game, including the drop touchdown play. Yeah, it was a bad no call, but you shouldn't have been in that position. That is the idea of what we're saying, what Sean Payton is saying. We shouldn't have been coming down waiting for the referees. And then truth be told, from a historical standpoint, the referees always burn you. So what you counting on them to help you? <laughs> referees always come down here and take touchdowns off the board from you. That's nothing new. But yeah, Coach Payton was saying, and I agree with he, what he said after the game. He's like, listen, that's on us. You know, I was too conservative in my coaching. And then he said, we blew, it was opportunities. We were just out there not executing. Like I, and I'll throw it to you. The touch, if they, if the, if Dan Arnold catches that touchdown pass in that championship game, the Saints go on to win. They gone. He dropped it. And people just forget all about the drop touchdown pass in the NFC championship game because the no call was so dominating that they just went with that. Now I was like, hold on, pump your brakes on that, man. We, that, don't you remember that guy dropped that touchdown pass? If you'd have called it, you would have won. But, you know, we shouldn't have been in a position is what I'm saying. Black uh, Black Preacher Man says just a little something in the collection. <laughs> thank you, brother. I appreciate you. Thank you, brother. Uh, Black Preacher Man. Uh, Rich Rules, thank you, sir, says Q. Will, will Shadow Coach Chucky be on the sidelines? I don't think in this one, bro. I don't think uh, I'm not certain, to be honest with you, bro, on whether or not he'll be there in uh, for. Uh, this he might not be in the 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 uh, coaching you know on the sideline he might be in the Saints press box you never know you know he can come in there and watch the game like a spectator he's not a member of the team so he want he loves to be around the team so I wouldn't be surprised if Coach Chucky was somewhere in the building I, the Saints are not afraid of Chucky they're not they're really not afraid of him so 
they got him roaming around there. And like we said, it, in October is Coach Chucky's uh, court date with the NFL. So once all that gets settled out, he can go wherever the hell he want to go, you know? We're going to see. All right, so anyway, with that being said, man, yeah, there you go. He said, gave up a fake punt to the Rams, too. Thank you, Slim. I appreciate all the family members that remember this stuff, so I don't just be sitting up here and people be saying to me, oh, man, cute, man, you tripping. Man, you tripping. Everybody knows. Everybody knows that it was the the no-call is the reason why the Saints lost the game against the Rams. Everybody know that. You supposed to be a Saints, man. How you don't know that? And I'm like, okay. All right, well, can I just say this? The Saints dropped a touchdown pass in the game. True or false? Well, <laughs> oh yeah. Well, yeah. I got to tell you, that's true. And usually, when you drop touchdown passes in NFC Championship games, you must don't want to win the damn game. <laughs> when you catch, when you drop a touchdown pass in an NFC South game, one game before the Super Bowl, you get what I'm saying? You cannot do that and hope to win. Did he drop it or not? True or false? Oh, well, yeah, he did. He dropped it. And you still talking about that punnel, that, that, that inter, inter, that, uh, interference call that they didn't make, you know, come on, man. We had this. All right. So anyway, <laughs> well, I guess you got a point. All right. What's up, Kelvin? Shout out to you, man. Much love, bro. All right, so anyway, with that being said, man, <laughs> uh, I'll be like, yeah, well, I guess he got a point. Yeah, you know how you got people that really, that you're hitting them with the facts and they can't dispute it and they be like, they grudging, begrudgingly give you the point. Be like, you say something, they kind of bite on their lip. Now, I, oh, I guess. You know, that that type of thing, you know, I'd be like, you know what, bro, keep it, right? <laughs> it was that damn hard to get it out, man. You might well keep it. Keep that. Keep it then. Keep it. Keep it. Keep it. Oh, I guess. I guess. Is it true or false? True. Okay, whatever, man. <laughs> All right, goddamn. You ain't want to give it up? All right, then. All right, Joshua. What's up, Josh? Shout out to you, bro. Appreciate you. Big Sean, how you doing, sir? They say, I remember that Diane Arnold play like it was five minutes ago. Key play. You drop a touchdown pass in an NFC South, I mean, NFC championship game. The NFC championship game. The Saints win that game. They go to the Super Bowl. They go to the Super Bowl. Dan Arnold dropped the touchdown pass. He dropped it in the game. He did. So when that happened, <laughs> That would end up happening. Oh, I guess so. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> all right, all right. Brother Eric says, play it. Yeah, bro. Dude, dude was wild. I, yeah, yeah. That's what I was saying, man. I, I just got that 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 thing where. Where it's just it, it sits in my mind, man, about how to play. And I, I just remember I'm like, hold on, that's not how it goes. Because they'll push it. Like they were pushing that narrative. They didn't say, okay, Sean Payton, you was you did this, that. I would usually do that. And then I would be seen as contrary to 
the overall thought process of the people going because they went with that. It just went, oh, man, that's a shame. And they just totally forgot about Dan Arnold dropping the touchdown pass. But I was the one saying, hey, 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 hey. That guy dropped that touchdown pass in the NFC Championship game. That guy over there, he dropped the pass. Oh, I guess. No, ain't no guess about it, man. The man dropped the damn touchdown pass in the NFC Championship game. And you telling me about this no call. Well, the referee cue, he was the one responsible for not making the call. It's all on him. No, 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 no. Sean Payton said it was the Saints' fault. And he was too conservative. And McVay was going for it on fourth down. He was going for it on third downs and all that. Even when it was fourth and one, Sean McVay was going for it. And he played not to lose the game. And Coach Payton played to lose the game. McVay was more aggressive. You know what that old saying about uh, fortune favors the bowl. And boy, did it do it. But we should not have been in a situation where we needed that to happen for the referees to bail you out. The only time you're in a situation where the referees got to bail you out is you're not handling your business. That's the only time when that happens. When you're in a situation where you're not handling your business. I a ref, ref, I'm going to need you to help me out over here. Uh, you see, uh, I overslept and uh, I spilled some oil in my, you know, in my dinner. And I'm going to need you to help me out with that. No, nah, no, bro. No, take care of your business, brother. Handle your business, brother. And that was one of the situations where we got bit. That's just what it is. But anyway, with that being said, listen, man, I appreciate y'all kindly, man. Thank y'all for letting me talk at y'all. Shout out to Mr. Titan, man. He popped up here for the Tennessee from the Tennessee Titan Nation. He's a super cool dude. Hope y'all subscribe to his channel. I'll be popping up on his stream. Uh, I will let you guys know. It probably will be, uh, I don't know, probably um, Sunday night. If not, it probably be Monday or something. I'll, I'll let you guys know uh, what's going on with that. No Molly Mall, none of that going on. That'll be going on tomorrow, brother. Let me tell you something. Let me, I'm gonna tell y'all. Hold on, I have some clam, some some clam chowder in there. Let me tell you. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I have some clam chowder, clam chowder and orange juice. Yeah, I'm saying. Uh, we ain't gonna be doing that, Mickey. We ain't gonna be doing that. We ain't gonna have no clam chowder and orange juice over here, Mickey. Uh, we ain't gonna be doing that. Oh well, yeah. Let me, let me tell you something. Yeah, yeah. Get that clam chowder, orange juice. Oh, yeah. Keep you regular. I bet it does. Big Sean says Sean uh, Payton should have called plays like he did. Yeah, and Coach Payton, that he regretted that. Because I remember when he was talking about that later on, he talked about it right after the game, and he spoke about it. He said that uh, the, the Rams deserved to win because of they were playing to win. And then because the, the emotional aspect of it calmed down, and then he gave you the game. But that, I was watching the game at the same time, and that's why I said I didn't let, even though I was mad about the play happening and the no call because it was so uh, viciously wrong that we just got blown away with the emotion of it, and then we're not going back into the game and saying, hold on, look at this play here, look at this play there. Drop touchdown pass by Dan Arnold. He catches the ball, you win the game. That's how close the game was. But anyway, with that being said, new season, new things, right? Iram right, says, Q, uh, which home games? I don't know, bro. I'm at the we're going to figure it out, bro. We got a few things going on. Like I said, I got some live pot to do with you guys, man, that we're going to be working on. I'm working on some particulars right now, man, on some live pods, man, to let y'all guys know. And I'm going to be notifying you guys of some live pods and some meet and greets that we're going to be doing coming up real soon. Real soon. Been working on a lot of stuff, man. I've been just so busy, man, with the websites and everything else that I've been doing on the side, man. Y'all going to be proud of your boy, man. I'm putting in a lot of work, bro. 
like I said, thorough, man, but it's all because of you guys, my YouTube membership, family members, my Patreon champions, all of you guys and your financial and, uh, 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 you know, support and everything to the platform. And y'all just, y'all like y'all put the, y'all put a batter in my back to drive me to keep on doing and doing great things and great things and just try to make y'all, uh, be proud of me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Try to make my the who that nation, my black, my great Saint Thank Tank family members proud of your boy. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm trying to do. But anyway, with that being said, I'm gonna get out on that, man. I'm gonna pop up again. Listen, we're gonna have uh Papa Q popping up on the Saints uh uh, uh Saints stream, man. The recap stream coming up uh Sunday. You know, he's gonna be doing, he's gonna be our regular uh co-host on that stream. We're gonna bring him in there. I might do a preview uh for the live stream as well, because when we do the live. The uh, watch party, you know, he'll be on the. We'll, we'll get him for the preview, but definitely for the recap of the games too. So y'all <clears throat> be checking that out too, man. Really cool having my pops join me on that uh, on the show. He really enjoyed it. I know you guys loved him being in there. I seen a lot of the comments. Everybody was really happy about that, man. So y'all be looking uh that down the line. All right. So with that being said, let me get on the body here, man. I appreciate y'all kindly. Shout out to Mister Titan, man, for popping in here, dropping some game on the Tennessee Titans and the New Orleans Saints. And listen, fam, we'll see you at another day, family. Tomorrow, I'm going to be doing the Ring Kings box. I know I said that for Friday, fam. I got a lot going on. My schedule's a little bit better on Saturday. I'll be doing the Ring Kings boxing. I know Kay been asking about it. My dog Slim been asking about it. I got y'all tomorrow. We're going to do a Ring Kings boxing. Y'all hit y'all notifications for that as well. Tough Tiger Talk will be in the building as well. Mozzie will be recapping the LSU matchup against Grambling that's going on. We'll talk a little bit about Tulane. They got Ole Miss. Uh, down here as well so a lot of good college football coming into this thing as well and then of course sunday will be all day with the saints so i'm gonna holler at y'all on the flip side much love to the fam who that i'm out yeah huh? boogie like this and i'm a who that i'm a who that long as i'm living i'm a who that lose all winning i'm a who that Post coma, yeah, this is where we do that. Where we do that, 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 huh? Boogie like this, and I'm a who that, I'm a who that. Sports coma, this is where we do that, where we do that. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Somebody please better help. Running this thing like elf. Thank God every day I'm not a felt. Go to YouTube live with Big Q and the guys. If you ain't ride or die, the bandwagon get flipped. Been marching in, that was way for the ring. I was yelling out your shame for the championship. Fucking on town, duck down. Falcons, pluck, get shut down. Panthers ain't much touchdown. The vision really blown to us now. So much hate on the Saints, you could probably tell. Ever since Bounty Gate hit the NFL, when things seem fishy, then you probably smell. The crooked referees are Roger Goodell. Yeah. like this, and I'm a who that. Every day I'm living, I'm a who that. Lose all winning, I'm a who that. It's the sports coma, this is where we do that. Where we do that, where we do that, where we do that, where we do that, where we do that. Boogie like this, and I'm a who that. It's the sports coma, this is where we do that. You're listening to the sports coma with Big Q and the guys on the PRO Media Network.
Platform Store, where you can go and buy all the latest merch to support the platform. Available at the Pro Shops, we have dozens of hundreds of products available for you and your family. Unisex tees for men and women, hoodies and sweatshirts, tank tops, kids and baby items, long sleeve tees, mugs, pillows, wall art, bath bedding, face masks, phone cases, stickers, bags, fanny packs, socks, hats, and many other items. Please feel free to check out the Pro Shops. The link is in the description section below. TheWhoThatDaily.com That's right, TheWhoThatDaily.com Your one-stop shop for everything New Orleans Saints, New Orleans Pelican, LSU Tigers, even the top flight boxing So if you're a Who That and you're looking for a place to stay up on your team, WhoThatDaily.com is your site. TheWhoThatDaily.com for the sport Who That in all of us. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.